Blog Talk Radio. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide, break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, yeah. We chased our pleasures here, dug our treasures there. Because they do this for a living, what they feel about Lionsgate, what it actually means, 
and then we're going to go right into the portal of reincarnation. So will you say hello to us, Grant Collier? Hi, Grant. Hi, Bonnie. How are you today? I'm doing very well, darling. It's been extremely busy. I've constantly been working. <coughs> and I'm now here live on your radio show alongside yourself and my lovely co-hosts that I know are sitting in the background there. Yeah, it's been incredibly busy, darling. And, um, yeah, it's all, all go, work, work, work. Um, can't grumble. I love working with spirit, as you well know. And that yeah. evidence has been coming forward fast and furious. That's all I can say. I love it. Grant, tell everybody, in fact, somebody's writing in, does any of us do past live readings? And yes, we do. So please give, and just to let everyone know in chat, we do not have Brenda in chat to run it today. So you're, you kind of have to just let me read as, as I'm going through, and I might not get to you right away, but I see what you're writing. So I want to say hi, Sue. Hi, Kay Bosch. And I love you all for being here. Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Grant. Hi, everybody. How are Hi, you Jerry. today? I know, I know the weather isn't too cool over there. I've heard it from everybody over there this morning. Yeah, typical British summer is uh, pouring with rain. <laughs> and I, Bo. I am so excited to come over in 29 days. In 29 days, I will be over the pond. I'm going to change that pond, and I can't wait. But before we actually get into our discussion, and I can actually read and chat what we're, we're going to take some, some callers from chat today. But can you please tell us, we'll start with Grant since he was on. Grant, how do they get a hold of you for a private reading, which now is going to be, what, weeks out at this point? Okay, well, quickest and easiest way is just to Google my name, Grant Collier, C-O-L-Y-E-R. And that, if you Google my name, it will take you directly to Grant Collier Universal Psychic Medium. And um, you can go to my website, which is www.grant-collier.co.uk. Or find me at the, un the usual outlets of Instagram and Facebook. I am so happy. Yes, because I forgot to tell everybody about my new ventures. Jerry, please tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Um, if anybody wants to find me, I'll be hiding in the shed, particularly in 28 days' time. Um, <laughs> oh, no, you won't. Oh, no, you won't. Uh, uh, you can find me on social media. Uh, you can uh, Google my name, Jerry Humphreys. That's Jerry with a J, and Humphreys is R-E-Y-S at the end. Or put in animal communication. Uh, that generally finds me quite quickly. Um, and uh, that's, that's the best way to get a hold of me at the moment. I love that. And before we actually get into it, I forgot to tell everybody, and I will forget, and so we get so involved and absorbed into the show. I am on Instagram, and I just got a message from Bo saying how she watched us twice on Instagram. Uh, Jerry, you, you have not found me on Instagram yet, but uh, Grant, what she said is she watched our show twice, and she cracked up with how funny I am. Ha ha. So I bring something to that show, too. I know I can't bring spirit the way you do, or Jerry, but I try my best. And the thing is, what's life without humor? So thank you, Bo. I really appreciate it. Jerry, we want you to get on Instagram because we get, you are on Instagram, but we want you to find us because we do impromptu shows. Sometimes they're alone, sometimes they're together, 
you know, whenever we find each other in the universe, we always put each other on. So everyone, you can find me on Instagram. I kind of spelt my name. I was dark. And now they won't let me change it for, I think, you know, a month. And so it's, if you want to find me, you've got to put Albers 1014 in there. Okay, because if you put Bonnie Albers on air, it's going to be Bonnie Albers on A-I-T instead of A-I-R. So please use the name Albers 1014 till I can actually change it. I'm also on TikTok, which is kind of stressing me out because it's, I don't know how to use it so much. My husband is doing some cool things on TikTok. If you want to see and go over to him, it's uh, RTHR54. He's got, he's playing with a lot of like, um, what are they called? Special effects. And so he's pretty funny and I would go over and see him. Have you seen that grant? I sent you one. Jerry, have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. It's very, very clever. Do you know the one um, that I, I post? Jar? No, I haven't yet. Um, the other things that uh, take a priority. Okay, well, I want you to watch it because you'll see that's my son. Do you see the one where he's got bad to the bone? That's my son. <laughs> Which Arthur's very proud of that song, but he's really not bad to the bone. His mom is. But he is. But, you know, he loves when, when he loved that with himself. So I, I want everybody to go in and take a look. You'll get to see my husband. You'll get to see what he's got put up. And it's pretty cool. I am going to be on Instagram, and hopefully Grant and Jerry will be there during the month of September. The shows will not go on after, I think it's August 28th for a month, because I will be over in the U.K. visiting with my friends and two of my friends are on here today. So I am excited. And if they don't come see me, I'll be finding their address. I'll be knocking on their door and see, you're never going to get rid of me until we actually have lunch or meet. I know that uh, we're, I'm excited. I can't wait. I see you every day, really. But meeting in person is going to be special. And guys, I can't wait. So today, before we actually go into the audience and I go into chat, because, um, you know, we've always done this. We'll start taking questions in chat, and I always love to have a show where I do that, and I surprise everyone, and today is going to be the day. So if you're in chat and you want to ask us something, we will be here going into chat later. But uh, what is Lionsgate to you, Grant, and then to you, Jerry? Lionsgate, well, I've got six or seven houses in Leo, so... This is a very intense time around this time of the uh, this, this this period of, of where we are with it. It's do you know what? I think there's a sense of, and I think you, we've all noticed this over the, this time about where we are within our own self and strength. And I think we've been fighting a lot of that demons within the energy of the whole of our. I think when we go through these times, through the whole of our existence of life. I think I was only talking about to somebody about this on a reading today. I think the challenges that we've been challenging over this short period of time is actually just uh, going back and reflecting through all the challenges of what we've gone through in life. And I think that we notice this to do with uh, heartfelt relationship stuff or stuff on levels of emotions dealing with ourselves. I think this is a very important time when we come into this particular area of, of where we are with it. 
it's, it's, it's a strong thing because it's very Leo orientated and I know that within it, it's about fighting your own inner demons and your own inner demons don't always manifest all in one go. But if you notice where we are within ourselves over the recent last few weeks, we have fought many demons that have all come together at this point. And I think it's, it's a change. Now, I, I don't know what others have picked up within this, but Michael kept saying to me that this shift would happen to change in November. So I think we're going through this phase for quite a number of months, to be quite with you. But it does mean inner strength and quality coming forward within ourselves and realisation. It's realisation time, really within ourselves. So the word of what I'm going to give out is realization within oneself. I love that. Jerry, what do you feel Lionsgate is? And then we're going to go into our subject matter. But go ahead, Jared. What do you feel Lionsgate? And why do they say, oh, 88, it's Lionsgate. Is it because it rhymes? Uh, well, I look at this from uh, Native American teachings. So uh, in this particular month, and on this day, we are looking at the energy of the otter. And the otter is obviously very strongly connected with water, and it's a very strong female energy. And it's right, it is about realized change. But otter says that it's about looking at the inner child and reminding yourself that you need to perhaps allow the playful child uh, to unfold in your life. And it may be time to quit an addiction uh, mainly to worrying. And Otter also teaches the importance of not hanging on to material things or things that hold you back or become a burden. So it's looking at your, the receptive side of your nature. Uh, have you been kind to yourself, given yourself a gift recently? Or have you received any uh, messages in your meditations? So it's about embracing the unconditional love of Otter and moving gently into the river of life and flow with the waters of the universe. So that is the Native American uh, medicine of the author. Well, I've got to tell you, before, and then we'll go into it, since now I can tell you that um, it's so funny because I have six of eight planets in Leo too, Grant. So unfortunately, I guess we came in different ages and eras. But man, if you've got the same planets in Leo that I do, what does that say? Anyway, I want to tell you, Jerry, I love the otter because guess what? I did give myself a recent gift. I went to the store and bought myself a few outfits. I love them, and I am so excited. I do treat myself well, and I love that. So now that I'm through that lion's gate, I can be happy that I bought it and not worry about it. Um, before we get into reincarnation, we're going to, we're going to revisit it. Um, there's a message here for, for Grant, and Grant, the message says, please make sure you tell Grant the reading was a real treat. Very grateful. I'll call in and just listen today. But I have one small question for the show. So when we get to the chat, Bo, he will answer it. So we started talking about reincarnation last week, and Grant didn't get a chance to weigh in on it. And I know that Grant and Jerry and I know from, from what you've done before that there was someone that was picking up you to write a book about somebody you were picking up their past lives. I know this was a while, but I've never forgotten it. And it is so real to me what you said. So I'm going to let you go into what reincarnation, since you didn't get to weigh in last week, 
uh, what is reincarnation to you and why is it so important? And I know Michael's going to let us all know. Well, yeah, reincarnation is all part of a learning lesson and, and it's coming back as part energy into another dynamic energy of a, of a figure or, 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 or a being. And what we're doing is we're going through these lights all in, in one go. We say life, but I say life as whole, as many lives. And what we're doing is every time we're going through life, we're learning certain things and if we don't learn them, we come back and relearn them. And then we learn new things as well on top of that other life. And, and it's, you know, past life. So if we look at past lives, and I've done a lot of research. Oh, I didn't do a lot of research. I did a lot of work with a, a professor of quantum physics, a, a lovely man called Ian Bailey, who wrote, who was starting to write a book on some of the experiences of clients that he brought my way. Now, now, Professor Ian Bailey was always very much um, interested in past life. So he said to me, do you do past life readings? And I went, well, actually, I've never really tried that because I've been used to doing the mediumship. But what we worked out within the energy of doing these tests and subjects that he would bring to me, we worked out that every single person that he brought to me, he had had a past life connection with validation. The validation was the key part because when we looked at the energy of where the certain people that were in his life that come forward, Ian investigated, he went away and done a lot of research on certain figures that I brought forward and where they were and how it connected with them today. And it was actually interesting that what we found within that is that sometimes it wasn't like being born, dying being born into an energy you could actually join an energy while you're in your life there was one particular instance where we spoke to a colleague of his via skype and he was taking notes next to me in my in my living room when we found out that she had been a russian uh, sorry a, a, a french spy working for the russians and collaborating with the germans as well in the second world war now he was always wow. a ss man working uh, as a U-boat general um, that got bombed in the Second World War. And he collaborated with her through times where they come together in these great big uh, gatherings around um, the SS men and, and Hitler and validating certain things that, I, that, that she knew about today. I actually said to her that she had died at a specific time and in a specific date and she said well that wouldn't be possible because I would have been seven years old and then she paused and went oh my god I went what she said I actually live out in Gettysburg I was swimming in a lake when I was seven years old and she said I actually died and drowned and they brought me back to life and that's when the energy stepped into her life of the previous life so we, we, what we learned is is that even though you know, it's not being born into another figure. The energy can also leap in and you can learn something. So people that, that pass away and come back to life, people that go into comas yeah. and come back, yeah. they all, all have an energy where they may change within their energy of how they are, their life precedes them or something else. So it's quite interesting because when we look at lights, and I think somebody brought this up in a chat question, um, or they, that's what they thought it was. It's a paradigm. 
What we're talking about yeah. is paradigms. Yeah. What we're talking good. about is dimensional yeah. energy. We talked about this the other day about time and energy and what is time and everything. And I think that we work in the energy of past life, even though we see it as history, there is paradigms of energy of time. And I think that what we're doing is we're learning in paradigms of lives, past lives, and lives beyond what we know what's going on simultaneously at this time. So when we talk about past life history, yes, obviously it's history, but we're talking about there is no time, and that's where we're learning as one life all the way through. So what is it all about? What is reincarnation all about? Reincarnation is energy that's part energy. So people come to me and they say, well, if I reincarnate, am I still in the ether? Am I still in, the, in heaven? And they go, yes, of course you are, like you are and I am and everybody else. We've, we've had past lives, we're energy, that we exist. Everything is accumulated as one. We come back part energy. So I, I would say to somebody, I'm still connected with your grandfather, but he's in part of his energy is in your, his great-grandson. And it would be part energy, because everything's infinite. And that's how I can explain yeah. So when somebody says, oh, I was Tutankhamun in a previous life, they weren't just Tutankhamun. It was part energy of that energy of that life to, to experience that life as Tutankhamun, to live that experience. And that, that energy may be made up of thousands of energies, like you are, and I am, Jerry is, Kelly, Brenda, and all the people out there listening is all made up of part energy learning our experience of life within the energy. Because we look, we've got to separate, this is the thing, we've got to separate what we understand as a conscious energy soul field. This is the thing Michael's always explained to me. Everything is infinite. We are all connected. There was a theory once, if you put eight people in a room, seven out of them eight, you will have had a connection with, okay? So there's this theory that within the energy that we are connected, we come together, like I would have had a connection with you somewhere in a previous life experience through life, and Jerry and everybody else, we would have come together and had a connection somewhere. Yes, I think you and Jerry. Sorry, go on, say that again, darling. You and Jerry must have been husband and wife. Well, we could well have been. It's quite a possibility, but I think, I think, I think he would have been the wife. Wait a minute. This is <laughs> happening to my, to my. Uh, give me a second. Something, something is happening to my feed here. So give me one second. Okay. So. What is happening? Keep going, because something's happening on my end. So. You sound all right this way, Bonnie. Okay, here we go. Can you now? Yeah, you sound fine. Okay. Just a joke. I just had to say. But I know it's the queen, so, you know. I think you're right. I mean, I do believe you're right. I feel you're right. Grant, I didn't hear what you said the last time, because I fell off, actually. But uh, I, I totally agree with that we are all here together and we've all been together in many, many lifetimes. We're each other's energy and, and, and soul groups that we, uh, we are here. We wouldn't be here all together. And it's interesting how we all have similarities within ourselves. So go ahead, Grant. I know I interrupted you. Sorry. 
Well, it's no different from an unusual situation of a reading I did yesterday. I turned around and, turned to, and had done a reading for a girl that had exactly the same experiences of what was going on in my life over the last week. And even to the details, even though it was a reverse situation of a relationship situation, it was everything to detail was exactly the, the reverse, but on a male to a female, female to a male. Even to the exact, type, uh, exact existence of the same star sign that we were dealing with. And it's really weird. And you sit there and you think, okay, I'm reading for this person, but this is me. And we couldn't believe how much the, co the, the coincidental energy of everything that had been said, the timings, the dates, the, the star sign, everything was absolutely parallel. Was that for her? Was that for me? Was it for both of us? Absolutely. I believe that we are all brought together in same time periods, after, you know, future time periods, past life time periods, all for a reason. It's all to do with the time, it's all to do with the learning and, and, and existence of understanding how we get through traumatic times of energy of life and how we go forward within that to learn lessons and evolve within that energy to go forward to, you know, learn from one lesson to another. And like Michael said, life's as life's as past life or life's as a whole or life is one continual continual learning lesson. May that be from spirit and our loved ones as much as the physical plane and the past life and everything rolled into one. I, I so agree with you. And there's some other things I want to uh, put forward. But what I wanted to tell uh, everybody is past lives, we'll get back to this because we always keep bearing off it, but Jerry also does past lives because you see you do hypnotherapy. So you go into people's past lives. Is that true, Jerry? Yeah, that's quite right. Yeah, I do. And so, how, and then now we're going to combine, and I'm going to ask both of you, and you can start. Is so? Why do we? What What is so important? And Grant, you still didn't get to the guy, and maybe I didn't make it clear. There was a guy that they were going to write a book with, and I'll get that to in a minute because I want to throw this out at both of you. So, you know, why do, why does past lives matter? Why should we know who our past lives is and what, what um, do we glean from it? I know Jerry answered this last week, so I'm going to ask you, Grant, and then I'm going to go into something that I need both of you to weigh in on. But, Grant, why do you feel past lives are important? Well, they're important because what I've noticed with past life energy and where we are today with the client that's in front of me is that there's normally two or three areas within the energy of the past life. And they may not be what they were doing in that life as a job or whatever, but it will be that there's similarities of situations that they have to work out from each life from what they're going through. And what one particular guy that i come over actually with his wife here that had a reading with me, I worked out that he always put other people first. That was his thing. Now, he actually lost lives, two lives, very big, significant lives, by putting other people first in situations of putting himself in danger, which he'd done in this life as well. So, you know, it can be one 
are two areas of life that in all them lives that could need to be learned from. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with putting yourself in front of somebody and giving your energy of life. But what he's actually done, he's actually put himself in danger. You know, twice he killed himself in previous life. And the third time in this life, he nearly killed himself again. So there would be one, normally one specific area that you will learn, maybe not just from one life. You can learn that through multitudes of life. And this is what we're realising with past life stuff. It's not just about, you know, okay, all right, we had a past life and we were connected spiritually, maybe, whatever. Yeah, we will, we will be connected spiritually. The more we live on the earth plane or on, on the existence of this dimensional time, we are going to learn more and more spiritually about where we are because we will have reflected on the energy of that in the past and we would have grown within that situation. And I still believe to this day that there's still very, very uh, young existences of what we class as life. So when we look at, talk about people that don't understand, people that are not really in the energy of understanding about life or spirituality, they're what I call, what I would class as new energy coming in that's still learning and growing. It doesn't mean to say that it's their first life on earth. It just means somewhere within that energy they haven't had you know, hundreds of lights or you know, over 20 lights on the earth plane. So there is new, still new energies that come into the energy of this existence, of this continuous learning lesson. There's new energy that's going to be there, and I suppose that's no different from coming in from another multi-universe dimensional energy to come into this zone. So I suppose what we do is we're learning on many facets of different um universal energy of how we learn and cope on different dimensional fields and I think that yeah when we looked at the energy of what I did with Professor Bailey it opened my eyes immensely to knowledge that I didn't know obviously that was coming through Michael and we learned a lot about how things lie within the energy of quantum physics I mean you know <laughs> Ian sat and said to me one day you know, Michael and you know so much more about quantum physics than I do. And he was a professor of quantum physics. He was absolutely gobsmacked with the, the, talking about, you know, molecules, atoms and things and how life works. And I think that what I, what I can only take away from it is that do I believe that past life energy is useful and it, it exists within the energy 100%. Do I believe that also, you know, not only is our past life important, but our future lives are important, 100%. Yeah. I read for a guy that had, um, I saw what he was doing in a past life to where he was today. And he was a brain surgeon in the past life, and he was actually working scientifically as a job in his life, and I picked it up, that he would be going into the energy of doing more brain surgery, which he was, and I didn't know nothing about him within that. Then I saw technology taking it to a level where he would be so advanced that the brain would have a chip in it that could actually, you know, help us to move and mobility and stuff, that we wouldn't have to have false limbs and that. It would register and make everything work in the body again. And he said, actually, that's something that is being talked about now within the work. I said, well, it won't happen in this, this lifetime view. It's happening in the next. He said, that's absolutely true. So there's a lot of things there that 
people will have done in past life that will be pretty much similar to where they are now. I could go on for hours about the certain subjects of the people, but I'll tell you now, it is absolutely ridiculous to the validation of what they've done in, in previous life, where they are now. I mean, one particular guy that he had a past life with was a young Scottish guy. He had died in a previous life, and he only, his last life was only in the early 80s. This young lad was only 21, and... When I picked up the this guy, is the guy was, I was talking about. He was born. He was born. He he was a gun smuggler running for the IRA over to America, guns on a boat. But in a previous life to that, life to that, he was actually connected with Ian Bailey. And he was running small barrels of gunpowder down to France because Ian was a uh, he was a French admiral and he actually got bombed off of um, smuggling gunpowder down to Menorca off the of the um, island of Menorca. And he said to me, well, that's really strange because I've been going to Menorca and Port to Menorca for, for about sort of eight, eight years. And he, I said, well, you died with your younger brother who, who served below you called Palio. And he went, oh my God. I went, what? He said, well, when I was first out there, he said, I literally dropped my suitcases off got in a taxi and drove about 10 minutes down the road outside of the capital, Mahon. He said, I went and had a coffee in a little sort of like, I don't know, a little square with these coffee shops there. And there was a guy playing as a busker. Like, he was playing the guitar. He was a bit of a pirate. And he went over and he said, would you like a cup of coffee? And they, he said, yes. He put his guitar down, went and sat and had a cup of coffee. And I got talking. He said, what's your name? And this guy went, my name's Palio. He was like, wow. oh, my God, I just pulled that up. So, basically, they were bombed off of the, you know, they were smuggling gunpowder from France down to Menorca, and they got bombed, off, uh, sorry, Mallorca, and they got bombed off, off the coast of Menorca. So, it was all apparent, but this other young lad that he brought to me, how he was connecting, he was, he was, uh, 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 Work, he was smuggling gunpowder from Ireland in a small boat. And we're talking a small boat only holding a few barrels of gunpowder and a, a crew of three. And it got to a stage where he was obviously smuggling guns and working for the IRA in another life. And I said, but you're turning your life around in this life. And he went, yes. He said, I'm actually working and training to work with MI6 right now. So he's actually against terrorism. Wow, Which that's wonderful. Yeah, it is yeah, amazing. So this is the guy I was talking about. Yeah, this is the guy I was talking about. We are going to, before we get too much further, because I want to let Jerry in, we've got so many people that want to talk to you, and we have a shorter show today. So what I wanted to tell you is that's so amazing. I could hear, I mean, I don't know about you, Jerry, but I love all these stories. I'm sure you have some because you do this work too. But I could see past lives, but I think it's interesting how, um, how you put the past lives together with this life to see the, what in the future they might do, but actually how in the last few past lives, how they're turning it around. And it could take many lives for them to do that, but that you saw. And that's what just really got me with this one you told. And you even said that when you, if I remember correctly, you said that you found him, he went and researched who he was and he found a picture of him and he looked almost just like that boy looked almost just like who you said 
he was in the past life. Do you remember that? Am I am I in the same am I in the same category Absolutely. here with this guy? This, this, yeah. This guy looked like he's identical twin but without a moustache. And when this guy came this young lad came to me, he had a broad Scottish accent. And I thought, well, I'm getting connections with the IRA in your past life. And he said to me, my mother's Scottish. My father was from Northern Ireland and he was part of the IRA. That's crazy, like crazy. I can tell you another quick story if you want me to. He brought another Go ahead, guy Jack. to me. Go ahead. He brought, he brought another guy to me. And a guy that he knew, I didn't know anything, he just put him down in front of me and said, right, this guy was similar age to him. And I said that I picked up that he was also uh, collaborating in Germany with him. But he was a bone specialist, I said. And he was working alongside Hitler, taking live specimens from Auschwitz, from prisoners from Auschwitz of bone marrow. And he was taking it back to his laboratory to test the old chemical warfare for soldiers and fighting the war. Anyway, I said, you was, you know, there was this hospital that is now, that you would have worked in, in, in Stuttgart with all the memorabilia of photographs and everything of the Second World War down there that you would have served in. Anyway, he laughed, this guy at the end. He said, shall I tell him, Ian? He said, yes. Because Michael gives me all the information. He said to me, I have lived in Germany most of my life. He didn't have a German accent, and I think he was fully English. He said, I didn't live in Stuttgart. He said, but I used to walk around going in my head saying to people, I'm from Stuttgart, and he never knew why. Anyway, what really, really interested me and blew me away at the end is that today, in this life, his son works at that hospital as a bone specialist. Oh, that's crazy. You know, every time you bring up World War II, I'm, I'm Jewish, so I want to cry and scream and tear everything apart. But what's funny is I married a German. So, you know, that's really, his whole family is German. Ah! But, you know, it, every time you bring that up, tears want to just go, ah! But that is so unflippin' believable, Grant, that it is just amazing. So, to me... These stories, I'm hoping that they are writing a book because these would be proof. And they always go and research it, which is really interesting. Um, and, you know, for me, the research, um, you know, is key. So I, and it's just, you can't make, you know, I always say our show is so unique. You can't make this stuff up. So for me, reality is better than fiction. And this is just part of reality and I love that that you can validate that even through jobs which is just totally amazing so you know I I love that and I know Jerry loves hearing this too because he also works with past lives he works a little differently Jerry how do you work with past lives and then we're getting to we're going to have to get to the audience I work more on the therapeutic side um but several or several decades ago, it was considered uh, inappropriate to look for what we call triggers. Uh, if somebody, for example, had had uh, an extreme phobia, fear, uh, anxiety, or whatever, we were never therapists were never encouraged to look for triggers. These days, it's totally different. So, particularly in hypnotherapy, which is one of the uh, modalities that I work in um, 
I was trained to do past life regression. And the reason why I was asked to do past life regression is because it helps us to, and helps the client to go and look for triggers that may have existed in a past life, which have been brought through, and they could have been brought through from many lives ago, but into the present earth life. So we are able to take someone back through their timelines, not just in this earth life, but previous earth lives, and find the triggers that may have resulted in a current fear or phobia. Now, again, the things that we look for are validations. So uh, once a session is completed and, uh, and notes can be given to the client, they can then go and validate and research uh, what what they have brought through from their past life uh, recall, uh, and then we work on healing the trigger points, uh, which is, uh, is something very interesting. Interesting because you can see somebody can turn completely around, looking at past life triggers, and then bringing them Absolutely. into the present and let go. It, it it's quite an amazing thing. It doesn't. I have to say, it doesn't work for everybody. Um, we have to do um, certain, uh, so like beforehand, to make sure that um, a person is uh, open to past life regression. Normally, you know, I would find maybe seven, six, seven out of ten people are open to this. Um, but it's it's amazing the results it can achieve. But so particularly now, these days on a therapeutic level. I love that. I have to tell you, and then we've got to get to the audience. Everybody, we are coming. Um, Anna, come into the chat. Uh, just giving me, just giving you an example, because see, I have no fears or phobias. I'm just right out there. I think I was born on a cloud. But anyway, and if you believe that, that's great, because I am. But my son, he, he, he used to, when he was younger, he would not um, share his food. And, you know, we have plenty of food. I'm, I'm with the banja, you know, Italians, Jews. We've got all these foods you can eat, Greeks, and not every, every real, you know, ethnic people. They put out food and food and food, and that's how I was brought up. So when my son really wouldn't, he would, I mean, you know, who cares if you eat 10 chicken nuggets? I'm going to always have 50. So, I mean, why not share them? I could never figure that out. It wasn't something in our family that we did. And what ended up happening is I went into his past life, and he died of starvation in one of his past lives. So that, when I tried to explain that to him as a young child, he didn't really get it. But he is loosening up where now he will share a French fry. I'll share stuff with you. So I do believe knowing that and fears and phobias, Jerry, and on the other side, Grant, all the things that you have seen and can help people find actually their relatives, find what they've done and, and improve their lives, I feel like. This is just something that we all should embrace. And, and last week we went into the people in India who found his wife, who he was 10, but his wife was, what, 50 or 60 by then because of reincarnation and past lives and what happened with him. I think it's a fascinating subject. It's not the end of this subject for everyone. It's just the tip of the iceberg and the beginning because I know we all have a lot to share. So are you guys ready to pick up a few callers and get into chat? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Okay. So before we, you know, I hope I didn't 
stop any one of you because this subject we could talk for four hours, and that's an Instagram moment. So because we only have two here, um, but or one one and a half this today. So I'm going to pick up 904. 904, you are on with these guys who are one of the best of the best, and you're on with me. I'll always say something. But 904, who are we? Who are we on with? 9.04, you got about three seconds. Oh, I was having okay. a full conversation. I was having a full conversation with myself on mute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you answered. Who are we speaking with? Um, this is Stacy. <laughs> Stacy, how can we help you today? And Or do you want to weigh in on what we've been talking about? Uh. I need help. <laughs> um, okay, Stacy, what do you need help with? And wait, before you say anything, are either one of you picking up Stacy at this point before she says anything? Yeah, I'm picking up on her. Go ahead. Um, Stacy, um, I've, I've got a mother figure in the spirit world as you were talking coming forward. Can I ask you, Stacy, is your mum passed? Yes, she is. She's just coming to let you know and reassure you that everything will be all right. I don't know if you're in a bit of a dilemma or a pickle at the moment, but I know that there's something here about reassurance within the energy of yourself and letting you know that at the moment you've been frustrated around the energy of your living circumstances. And would you understand that within that you feel that you're a little bit lost at the moment? Yes. Would you understand that uh, where the moment within that energy there's been a worry over either your home or financial situation? Yes, there is. Okay, Mum's reassuring you that everything will change in time, but there's a need to seek guidance here and put out some energy of help. Have you, do you understand that you feel that you need to speak to somebody, either a landlord or an energy, around the energy of where you are with that at the moment? I, I just got off the phone with them. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Bless your heart. Well, I'm being told that everything will sort itself out within the next three weeks and you'll feel a lot more settled. Your mother loves you with all her heart, you know, and I know that she turns around and says to me here that she probably didn't give you as much as that as she should have done in the earth plane. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know, she does love you. She's just reassuring you, but I know that she's showing a lot more motherly love that she, in, the, in the spirit world than she showed on the earth plane. But she's reassuring you that she does love you. She tells me here that she's met up with your father. Does that make sense to you? Your dad's in the spirit world too. Um, no, he's here. Well, the, my grandfather, I would consider my father, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's saying she's met up with your grandfather. She says met up with father, so I presume that she was talking about yours, but she must be talking about hers. And the grandfather sends his love. I know that when your mum gives me this message, she says to me here, don't bury your head in the sand like you normally do, but I'm glad that you've actually sorted it out and got on the phone to the landlord and the people that's dealing with your home and situation. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay, uh, that look, great it's answer. all going to be good. You're going to be fine, okay? Okay, thank you. Stacy, I couldn't have asked for a better message. Yeah, I, I, I think know. I gave you the best message. Jerry, do you want to wing in on that? Uh, can't add to that, Bonnie. Spot on. 
Yes, that's what I say. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold, Stacy, because we've got to get some other people in. But Grant and Jerry, that's excellent. I mean, I'm just so happy that everyone that comes here can get a message for help. I mean, you know, Michael and and Jerry, your group, I mean, and my group, that's what we're here for. And And it's just amazing when I see it so clearly. Okay, and the next one is, I think that, oh, my goodness, I don't even know where I'm at. 203, if you are on and, and you, wanna, you want to talk with us, I'm not sure if you do or you don't, but who, who are we speaking with? Hi, can you hear me? We can hear you. Who is this? Oh, hi. hi it's Pat. I just, I said in the chat I'll just be listening because so ah. we can get to other people. I love you guys, and if you could just uh, answer that one one question in chat, I'd be grateful. Oh, can I tell you quickly a, a reincarnation yes. story? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, my whole life, my whole life, the image of SS was around me in different symbols and fear and phobias, and I was told I had a past life. It was finally revealed to me that I was a Jew and married a German. And he turned me in and my two children. And I was told uh, that um, I, I said, you know, I, immediately I said, I knew it. And then I said, but that's not possible because there wasn't time for me to come back. And the channeler said, you were so determined to come back to save your children. You came back right away. I don't know if these children lived on this earth or not, you know, while I was alive. But anyway, that's my story. And as soon as I heard that, so much got settled in me. Do you know, well, we'll have Grant weigh in on this and, and Jerry. And the reason I'm going to have you weigh in this is because I have the same, um, I have the same situation as Jerry knows because he knows what happened in the Akashic Records. But um, Grant, what do you feel about that statement about her coming right back? With these children. Well, I, I'm I'm seeing the beetle again. So is this Pat with the beetle? <laughs> yes. 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 Well, the reason why I'm seeing the beetle is because that's also a past life thing. As much as that happened to you in a past life, I'm getting that you was also betrayed by your loved one and put over to the underworld, and and you actually were covered with scarab beetles, and that's why the beetle oh. is symbolic to you. Oh wow. Wow, that's so yes, that's so crazy. Um, for all of you who don't know, um, we can we can rehash this. But we were in Instagram, Jerry, and Grant said, "Why do I see a beetle?" And she picks up a beetle and puts it in the in the in the camera. And there was a beetle in her car that she said because the beetle's sitting right next to me. Is that crazy or what? That threw the whole was, show on to a different level, honey. It did. It was like an, so, it was like an Egyptian scarab beetle. It was Yeah, craziness. and that's exactly why. It's why you're drawn to the scarab, because the scarab actually is, weirdly enough, people don't realize a lot to do with the scarab beetle, but it's actually I, going to take you to the dimensions of the lower dimensions of the underworld. But believe it or cool. not, the scarab beetle is also sacred to the energy of protection on its journey. So that's what I'm being told. I don't yeah. know that, but that's what Michael's telling me. Yeah, and I've always wanted a scarab uh, ring from Egypt. You know, a, a turquoise oh. scarab beetle ring. 
Yeah. Very cool. It's, it's the scarab is the protector, protector, believe it or not, on your journey oh, through nice. to the underworld. So it's your protector oh, through the energy of life. Wow, I have goosebumps. Well, Thank you. Well, honey, I am going to put you on hold, and I am going to go to the next caller. Actually, we're going to start answering someone's in chat. But, Pat, it's always good to talk to you. We'll see you on Instagram. Thank you. God bless. All right. You too. Isn't that crazy? It's just that, you know, I got to have you two weigh in on this before I actually take it. There's a couple questions in chat. But, um, you know, so do you feel we all come down together, even the people that we don't really, you know, we're not really in an immediate family or immediate friends, do you still feel that everyone that you encounter here has been with you in a past life? Oh, absolutely. And Jerry will agree with you that we all have this connection together for a reason. Everybody comes together in your life for a reason. Do you ever feel like Jerry? So we talk for you, but do you feel that way? Do you uh, believe that the six degrees of separation is now no longer six degrees? Then yes. Absolutely. I never could... I never could figure out what that was, six degrees of separation. Do you? I mean, I could never figure that out because how do you, what does that mean? Go for it, Terry. I'm having a cigarette break. (laughs) It used to be considered that, um, uh, and we're going back actually only probably as far as the early uh, 20th century that we had some sort of connection with every sixth or seventh person on the planet. Mm-hmm. Because modern technology has made the world a, 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 a very small place, um, that six degrees is now no longer six degrees. It could even be one or two degrees, which is why it is suggested that we now could have connections with um uh, it's like there's no such thing as coincidence. Why do certain people move in to the house next door to you? Why do you meet certain people um, in in your life? Why do you have certain friends? Because there is a connection there that is meant to exist not just in this earth life, it's existed previously and more than likely it's going to exist again. I... I... Go ahead, Brent. Sorry, Go ahead, and that, Brent. Is why, that is why we come to situations to do with grief and disease and things that one in every two of us will receive or have a cancer in our life because it's part of the test. So everything is about a learning. As horrible as it is, everything was a test, even health situations and what's going on. And this is why they now talk about, like Jerry said, one in two. One in two people, you know, of, of who you will know will have a serious situation because we learn from it from both sides. We learn from it from the situation of dealing with the disease or dealing with it outside. Everything is part of the learning lesson. Wow, I wish the wet learning lessons would stop. I really do. I wish this should just be a utopia of love, happiness, and rock and roll. No disease, no death, no anything. But then again, I guess we've got to go to the other side for that, huh? Well, we never die, do we? We just continue on. There is no death. Yes. So they don't see it as part of an ending. They just see it as part of a test. And it's how we cope with it. It's no different. I had this conversation years ago with Michael about 
babies dying. Babies don't die, they just continue on. They never make it. The test is on the side of where we are, the people that are dealing with it on that side, on this side of life. It's a, it, it's a cruel learning lesson, but then life is what it is and there has to be good and bad to bring the balance in. We have to learn from these situations to help others understand how we learn and grow. If, if, as, even as us messengers, as, you know, maybe psychic or whatever, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that we are here to learn from the experiences of the physical life as much as learn from the spiritual. And by going and helping other people, we understand what people have gone through to deliver that message. Absolutely. I, I usually throw out things. I so believe that, that it's us who has to learn the lessons when somebody goes. I hate that because I would, you know, it just always, you know, drives you crazy. But it's really the people left behind us. We all, you know, all know. But we have a question in chat with, from Bo. And she said, I have one small question. I'm questioning if my friend S respects me. Should we go back to just a friendship? Or if so, does he even value my friendship? Worried. I love you both and everyone on your team. Love to Jerry. So this is from Bo, too. So if anybody can pick that up, can you tell her if it's yes? I'm going to let Jerry go on this one. Go on, Jerry. You go, mate. Um, I immediately felt that there was a hidden agenda uh, coming through with this. Uh, And I feel that, and I didn't quite hear the person's name who gave the question, Bonnie. Um, Do you say it was Bo? Okay. Um, I just feel there needs to be some safeguarding of not giving out too much uh, unconditionally. Uh, This is really obviously very difficult when you're dealing with a person's choices that they they have to make in life. And has this other guy, has this guy been put in Bo's life for a reason? Well, the answer to that is yes. Uh, I just, I don't know, I don't feel comfortable with this. Uh, I feel that there needs to be a lot more in the way of um, dialogue and communication going on. Um, And to me, it just feels that there is something on this guy's surface that needs to be, if you like, removed so the truth comes out. Now, that might be a very healing truth. It will be a very revealing truth that I can see. Uh, It might also be a healing truth, which is... Uh, the reason why the two these two people have been put together, but at the moment I just get this hesitation from the spirit that just says, "Oh, hang on a minute, take a bit of a step back, let them make the move, let them tell you what's going on. Don't put too much of your life's energy into this, not for the for the foreseeable anyway." I love that message, Cher, because that's exactly what I, I mean, I wasn't going to say it in those beautiful words that you've put in, but man, I started feeling really uncomfortable. Um, Grant, do you have anything to add to that? Well, I, I, I totally agree with both of you with this, because look, the way I got it is that it, doesn't, it wouldn't matter what we said within the decision you make, you're going to make that decision to conform, even if we said, you know, be careful of this person you are going to reform an energy. There is a rebuilding of foundation, but like Jerry and Bonnie's picked up there, 
that this is one that's going to have to be really, really dealt with in a very strategic way. I think that what we're trying to put forward to you here is, is that if you go forward with this connection, understand that if you give too much of this energy, like Jerry said, you are going to be, what's the word? Hoodwinked is what I got, the word was. Hoodwinked because we can put our emotion over something in a belief. Like Jerry said, you've got to allow this person to reveal that energy within their self, but only by revealing that energy is to withhold some of your energy of emotion back. And that, that, that always normally tempts the energy of the other energy to feel that it needs to open up and be more truthful about where they are. And that could lead to success only if you follow the guidance. I'll leave that with you. There you go. Good luck. I love, I love that. So I hope you're, I hope you get your message, Bo. We have another message from Kay Bosch. This is going to be a tough one, but it said, um, "Do you have any message for me?" So it says the name is Kay Bosch three four two. But she said, "I've been so interested in learning more about past lives." So I put I, my big, my big uh, say will be, "We'll answer your question." But, you know, that's going to be a whole, you know, for you to go into your past life will be great if you've got a private reading because then you're actually seeing the person and actually being able to ask a whole lot more questions and that person can also ask. So either one of them um, are great and whichever one you want to uh, connect with. Has anybody got, has anybody picked up KBosh342 for a message? I've got a little bit of something, but... You know, I think that Kay Bosch is confused, and I don't know why. I'm picking up some confusion there for you. And I feel like that you're looking for something to avoid looking at something now. So, Grant, would you like to take this one? Well, I suddenly went straight into mediumship here, and there was actually a feeling of somebody around her, and she may have to think about this, it may not be family, somebody that's actually tragically passed in a very, very bad accident. Um, I know that I'm getting male energy with this person, and I know whoever that person was, it was a tragic road accident. And I feel that wherever I'm at with that, I'm at a junction of a set of lights or interchange. Wherever that, whoever that is goes back quite away from what I'm picking up in time. So it could well be over 15 years ago, but I am getting a very, very strong link with this person. Whoever it is takes responsibility of the accident that's been involved. So there's something about like missing over a light or jumping a light and having a side-on collision that's actually taken the car right out. And so she might have been hit by something quite big, like a truck. I am getting a few names here that comes in. I'm one getting the name that sounds to me like Chris, Christina. Christopher, Chris Energy, and there's also a link here within the name that sounds like, um, I've got the name that sounds like Bob or Robert. There's two male names here that's being shouted out. Now, I don't know if that's his name or he's shouting out names to people. So I'm getting more that side of the mediumship, and that's what I'm getting with it at the moment. So I'll pass it over to Jerry. What are you getting, Jerry? Um, I'm actually coming into the present um, because I, for some reason I was taken into 
the fact that we had two full moons this month, one that's just been through and one that comes through at the end of the month. Full moons can signify endings, bringing something to a conclusion. And they are super, they're both, and, or the second one will be as the first, a super moon. So Kbosh uh, 342, uh, there is a transformation and change that comes in in September for you, um, which is just after the full moon, the end of August. Um, but there's something about bringing something necessarily now to a conclusion sense, because what it does, it opens up doors which you haven't even thought of. Uh, and I also feel that the, that there is, it's either you or someone close to you is holding on to the past too much, and this is preventing uh, going forwards because uh, time. We don't want to delay timelines. Uh, we want them to come in when they're meant to. But we have the we have the ability through human free will to be able to delay a timeline. So I hope that makes sense. So two supermoons, by the end of the supermoon, at the end of August, whatever needs to be concluded will be, and it opens up doors, particularly in September. I love that because that's what I was picking up. It's something she's, you know, when when you constantly are looking at the past, you're not, that means you're not coping with something in the here and now. So, you know, we're, if we don't have time and you're looking on that timeline, and I love that both Grant and Jerry brought one brought brought in mediumship, the other brought in now. So I just love you guys. You're just wonderful, and and I love having you on. Um, I do want you to say hello to somebody. I'm not sure where I am at this. And then we, you know, then what happens is we have so many people that they drop people off. So I don't know where I'm at on this line, but I do know that we've got somebody that wants to say hello to you, and she's one of our own. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Hi, Kelly. How are you doing? <laughs> Good morning. Glad to hear you guys. We are doing wonderful because, you know what, Kelly, it's really crazy that you came, you know, because we know that you were doing the ghost, and I'll let Grant weigh in on stuff and Jerry for you. But, you know, um, the thing is that when we were talking about reincarnation, and this is crazy because I'm not going to put it out there um, for Grant, but, you know, Grant, remember when we when you were doing, you were involved in the, um, oh, what was it, the, you know, the Egyptian lifetime, you actually bring and rock some of that Egyptian lifetime here physically. So I felt like that was a really cool thing that we were all, and Kelly was actually involved in that. But, um, and Jerry, we all know you're not from this planet and even nobody, nobody ever disagrees with me. So you just flew in here from God only knows where it's where I want to find out where you flew in from. But (laughs) Kelly, I know that you've been waiting, and I know there's things that you would like to ask. So this is your chance to ask. We've got two of the best on. Go ahead and tell them what you'd like to know. I know there are things that you wanted to ask Grant and Jerry. Your time. My time. Okay. Um, Golly. (laughs) I have several volumes sitting here struggling with this. It's like I, I probably should just. Um, open it up and just ask if there's anything in particular that anybody, because I, I haven't really heard from 
any of my, uh, you know, not not my angelic group because they're they're always hanging. But it's like I'll call them my people group on the other side. I haven't. It's been a long time since I've heard from like my mom or sister or husband or anybody, and I'm just kind of wondering what in the world. How about is your going on How about your this? husband? I think Grant brought it through the last time, but your husband, he's not there and here. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Grant, you yeah. let's start with Grant or Jerry, whichever one can can tap in. Right. Sorry. Can you repeat the question again? Sorry, I was in the middle of something. Oh sure. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. I was just I was just kind of wondering if uh, I mean I haven't heard from um, now. Now Bonnie emphasizes my husband. I, I put him third, but it's like I haven't heard anything from like my mom or sister or my husband for like a really long time. And I'm just kind of wondering, are they involved in projects or, you know, is there, you know, is, is there something going on or it's like, I don't know, I just kind of wondered what was happening with them. Well, picking up on, on your husband's energy, I feel, that from over here, um, was your husband suffering with a lot to do with issues around the head and the situation of, of neck and situations going on with the throat, do you know? Uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. When I get this energy, it's almost feel like I've. It sounds a really weird thing to say, this Kelly, but I'm getting the feeling like my cut, the head's cut off from the rest of my body. It doesn't actually mean decapitated. It actually means that somewhere within that energy, it's almost like a paralysation, if that makes sense, or paralysed energy from the head to the body. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, he had astrocytoma type two brain cancer. Yeah, absolutely does. That makes total sense, darling, because I'm feeling almost it's like it's like all to do with the head and the situation. It's like not being able to uh, also move as well as much as communicate within the energy at the end of his life. So there's a lot going on within that cancer. Does that do you understand? Yeah, because he was uh, he was bedridden. He was you're right. His body he was paralyzed and he couldn't talk. So absolutely. Well, I'm going to say that he's around you without a doubt. I mean, I'm getting him coming in here now, Kelly, but there is a situation feeling more like you're cut off in the energy. So I don't know what's going on around you within the connection, but it almost makes me feel like either you've been going through something. It's like he's trying to say to you, we need to connect more. You need to be connected to him more. So how have you been feeling in yourself? Um... I've actually been in really kind of a funk. I've been kind of really depressed about stuff. And it's like, and I know there's, there's something that you had mentioned, you know, like 20 years ago, it's like I had done so much cleansing with a particular Mm. person that had been in my life. And that person actually died last year. And it's like, and it was partly that was tied up with my weight gain with all kinds of stuff that went on. And it's like, yeah, I've really been struggling to get, back to what I consider normal. Well, this is what I'm feeling. There's something here that's making a blockage. It's not actually them blocking from you. There's a blockage in between within yourself, which means it's either that there's a sense of feeling that there is a great need to have their energy. And I always explain this to people when I'm demonstrating or before I'm demonstrating. Some people, we want it and we need it so greatly it can become a blockage as much as not wanting it, if that makes sense. So there's something here where we need to find a balance back in you somewhere where obviously there's been a lot of energy around you recently of things that have blocked you off. And I actually feel that we need to open that channel up again by, I suppose, bringing that energy back in conformity of where you are within oneself. 
Because what the way I get it is, is that we're desperately wanting that connection, and that can also be that blockage as well. So I, I sort of get and understand where your husband's coming from, but I just feel like I feel like not to try so much or not to need so much within that connection, and it will just come forward more. So I feel almost like that's the way he's trying to explain why he's not been around or what you felt that he wasn't been around, hadn't been around, but he is actually here. I know when I'm getting this energy within him. I mean, we are talking about a man that is it's incredibly uh, intelligent within himself anyway. I mean, this man's got a lot of knowledge about life himself, if that makes sense. Do you understand? Yeah, we were both, uh, numerologically, we were both 33 sixes. So, yeah, I totally get that. Oh, there you go. And so he has a lot of spirit in the But I know yeah. that with him, he yeah. says to me about, I don't know, he's laughing about you, but he's laughing about something to do with an old shed or something that's outside your property that is being a bit dilapidated and needs redoing up, and you've been looking at that or something and wanting to get something done with either an outhouse or a shed, or there's something there might be to do with the animals that needs repairing. Does that make sense? Yeah, got a bunkhouse and a log house that both need to. The bunkhouse needs a roof, and the other one needs some glass, and the other one needs a back wall. So it's like, yeah, we've got three of them. I've got three of them out there, and it's me, myself, and I trying to do this stuff. Yeah, and he's been with you. It's like he says he's been with you, but you've been a bit frustrated with it because there's certain materials that you haven't been able to get or get hold of. Do you understand? Yep, I sure do. And it's like there's something to do with also, um, you know when like one of the buildings or one of the sheds or outhouses slightly sort of, tilts or goes on one side. Have you had to feel that you had to make a prop up or do something with the base of one of them properties? Um, yeah, that's the that's the middle that's the middle shed. It's like we definitely need to get like a wall, a better wall put up on it because yeah, it's bowing out. Yeah. Would you understand where you would not keep livestock in there, but would you understand where you oh, would keep food or store food or hay or whatever in there? Uh, yeah, it's it's been used for storage right now. Yeah, not not food, but it's like we're storing stuff in it for sure. Well, he's reassuring you that he's around you, honey. And I know that something about the next coming month is very significant. And I think he's talking about either August or September. He said the next coming month. He said in my ear is significant to you. So would you understand that as an anniversary coming up at the end of this month? I think, or it's the end of next month. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's always there's. There, yeah, there's like there's a there's an anniversary coming up um, the beginning of like September. I want to say like fourth or that sixth. I'll have to go. Look for. That but makes yeah. sense. I was either the end of this month and into September. I'm feeling like it's coming up within the next three or four weeks. But I know that he's round you, trying to reassure you. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I just feel like there's something about. Um, and there's also something else worrying you here. I don't know if it's about adjacent land or landowner. But would you understand, <laughs> if, you look, if you look to the energy oh, of, yeah. of the right of your property, you have issues with a landowner or a piece of land? Yeah, there was a gentleman who uh, my dad got dementia, and this person swindled my dad. And I do mean swindled. He got him to sign the property over and never paid him anything for it. So I understand that. I'm really upset about that. Yeah, would you, would you understand that being like around about an acre or a couple of acres of land? 
Um, it's it's not an acre, but it is. It's um, it's like two. It's like two city lots. So it's it's okay, a decent that, size. And like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not great with my acreage, but I know it's a, a fairly decent plot of land there that I feel that has been taken. Would there be water yeah. or something, or would there be fresh spring or something there? Like water nearby. Uh, there's water nearby. Yeah, it's um, it's like up, it's like up a block. Okay, that makes sense. I'm getting water nearby or near that piece of land or something. If that makes sense. And and would yeah. you also understand? And I don't know why I'm being pulled away from your property and going. If I come out the front of your property and I turn left from the front front of your property and I go down the road and somewhere down there is there like a, a small town or village or 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 is there something there where there's some stores down that way? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's actually, it's like about a block and a half, and it's the, there's like a little convenience store and gas station, only one in town, yep. Would you understand where there would be something to do with connections or something to do with your husband or father, where there would be connections of, of something that would have had a great friendship with somebody that either owned or was running the store back in the day. Oh yeah, 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 very much so. Okay, um, well, when I get this name, I've got to be careful with it because I can't understand exactly what I'm saying. Like, why would I get the name like Clint, as in Clint Eastwood? Because <laughs> the old dude who uh, who owned it, he, uh, he that, that who owned it, it's like. Yeah, he was really an old uh, curmudgeon. It's like he had some—I'll just say—he had some Clint Eastwood properties. I, or, you know, um, personality traits, or you know, even some looks. So it's like, yeah, I, I would totally get that. Okay, same same thing about like him being like Clint Eastwood or Clint Eastwood. He's giving me the name Clint Eastwood, and I know that when I get this, there's like a there's a rusted, like not used pickup truck. And it's got the headlight missing out of it in a barn somewhere. Does that make sense to you? And I'm being shown it's quite rusted in certain degree. I mean, it's like it's sitting there, hasn't been used for years. Yeah. It's probably got dust all over it and everything. But would you understand where that is like a, like a car that was used by your father? Yeah, yeah. It was a 78 Ford. And you still have it today, yeah? Uh, no, my dad sold it to somebody in town. It's it's around. Oh, okay. It's just not ours. Well, it, it's it's still around. It's still on the road today. So somebody must have restored it. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. It does. And I know that whoever that is, he's very proud that that's still on the road today. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll ask this question. Uh, would there be anybody in the family also called Pat or Patricia or Patrick? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my, my aunt, my aunt Pat. Yeah. That was on my mom's side. Yep. Well, he's sending love over from Pat, your auntie Pat on the other side. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard from her. Like that's amazing. (laughs) I'm not being, I'm not being rude. Was she not a small lady? Was she quite big? Um, the end of her life. It's like, I mean, she wasn't, she wasn't big. I mean, she she was kind of tall, you know. She was tallish, I guess. Um, that might be that might be what Michael says. She's quite big, so I don't know if he means big in size or big in height. But she must have been quite a tall lady. Yeah. Now that's yeah. And then there was my aunt Dorothy was like six foot one. Wow. 
That's that's tall. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and I feel like I feel like I have got your your husband, your father here. Um, but I do feel like I want to say this to you. There is an animal around you at the moment, and I don't know because you you have goats, yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. So have you got one got a bloated stomach? Uh, yeah. We had a baby that was yeah that had a problem yesterday actually. Okay. Would you understand also that there is something to do with like in twisted or something with uh, either twisted intestine or something around yeah. the twisted of intestine? Yeah. And I feel like that can be resolved by a vet coming in or something being twisted back round. Does that make sense? Um, it does, but out here, don't even mess yeah. with them. They just end up dying. Exactly. I felt that that might have been the case of what you was going to say, but I'm getting the feeling it could have been sorted, but I don't think it's going to be. There's almost like a bit of a fatality there, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But it, I'm seeing like like a brown-looking goat, not white. Does that make sense? Yep, that's what he was, yep. Yeah, brown-looking goat. Okay, well, look, there are around you, babe. I think the reason why the blockages there is just really not because of them, it's because of where you are, if that makes sense, yeah? Yeah, it's like he, he was a really super sweet baby and really friendly, and it's like, yeah, he died yesterday, actually. And it's like, I think I'm he's talking about... about I, not, I think he's talking about your family, honey. I think he's talking about, are you talking about her husband or did I? Yes. So I think you're just laser focused on those goats, Kelly. I think he's talking about your family. I feel, Jerry, that he's talking about her family. Because every time I say think, Jerry says feel. So I'm going to go with the feel thing. So am I right, Grant, or did I misinterpret that for you? No, you're absolutely correct, Bonnie. Yeah, no, I was saying family are around. The, the goats in the spirit world as well. See over there, I can I can see the little goat around. But yeah, this, the goat's fine. But family are good. They're just saying to you here that you you need to not want and need so much, and that connection will flow a lot easier, and you'll feel that energy coming in from your husband and your father and mother and whatever. You but I just know that there's six people over here in the spirit world that are very much coming forward for you at the moment. And these are all different energies, mum, dad, you know, husband, aunties. There's six coming in, coming in here on, on a connection. I just want to say this to you, Kelly. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm going to say it. There's something about the feeling within yourself about feeling guilty about something where... A situation was dealing with a situation of your husband's health. Now, I don't know if that's because you felt that you could have done more or there was something around it, but would you understand why you feel guilty? Because your husband's coming back and saying, don't feel bad about the situation. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, that does. As long I as you understand. Sorry, as long as you understand what he means, that's all that matters. I think there's a situation here where he's feeling that for you, either that you felt like there is, I don't know, it's almost like a feeling of like, what do I do? How do I deal with this? What, how do I deal with the right care within that energy? Because some of the time he was at home through the energy of the worst energies of where he was within his health. Does that make sense to you? 
Yeah, true. And within that energy, there may have been a question mark about how you dealt with that and how you were able to cope with that by yourself. Well, look, he's thanking you for being very much there towards the end of his life. And I know that within that energy, you could do as only as much as you could do within the situation of where you were with it. He does tell me that medically they weren't very helpful around the situation. So I don't know if you were a little bit anguished over the energy of how things were dealt with with his health. But do you understand that? Yeah, he did not get the best of care in the hospital. That is absolutely true. Yeah. And I feel that within that, uh, he wants to leave. He wants you to leave any anger behind around the energy of how they dealt with that, because he's done that already in the spirit world. It is what it is. There is no coming back from where he was within his situation, unfortunately. But I know he's strong as an ox and back into that energy again on the other side. Yeah, that's okay. That's very true. Oh, bless you. Well, look, I'll leave his love with you and, and the rest of your family, darling, all right? All righty. Thank you. Thank you so much. Honey, pleasure. honey I'm going to put you... Jerry, would you like to add anything to that? Because I know you see stuff too. Um, I, the only thing I was wondering why I keep, kept hearing the name of a cocktail, which is a margarita. What's the, what the heck is a margarita and how would it connect? Somebody, as a lady <laughs> in spirit, jumping up and down talking about margaritas. That was my mother. It's like my mom did not drink very often, but if she went out, she liked margaritas. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. No, case, no, I can't have anything to take part from she's toasting you with a margarita. There we go. <laughs> okay. And Kelly, I have to tell you, and I'm going to pick up 904 for a very short period of time. We only have a little bit of time left. But Kelly, get rid of the goat, okay? You hear it on the red, lovely. And I don't care whether you say that you love them anyway. You need to get rid of the goat, okay? I, it's a work in progress. That's all I can say. It's like I'm trying to divest before winter. Okay. It's important. Anyway, you got my input, so I'm going to put you on hold. I hope you loved your reading. That was long overdue, Absolutely. so that's what you... Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Perfect. You're always on. You're always with us, so I will put you on hold so you can listen. We only have a few minutes left. I'm going to pick up. You can't believe what happened to the show. First, we had so many people, but what happens is blog talk after a certain many people kicks them off. Then they come back. So I don't know if this is the same number because I can't tell when people come in in different ways, but you've got about three minutes, 904. We'll answer one question. 904, are you with us or did we already talk to you? This is Stacy. I was just holding. Okay, Stacy. Okay. So what happens is nobody hangs up, which we don't want them to, but then it doesn't, you know, it, it, it puts them in the front and I don't know who's in the back. So what I would like everybody to tell you is this. We have two minutes left. Grant, please tell everybody we let you do this and Jerry, you too, so that people could see what you bring through. I mean, it's amazing. You do everything. You guys do everything. You are just phenomenal. I'm honored to have you on the show. You know, I wish that you could live in my pocket and tell me everything, but I love that you're here and that you show everyone what you can do. So please, Grant and Jerry, tell everyone how to get a hold of you for anyone that wants a private reading. We've got about a minute left. 
Yeah, go to my website at www.grant-collier.co.uk or get me on through Facebook or Instagram. Perfect. And you can, Jerry, go for it because you better say Instagram. Go ahead, Jerry. Facebook, Instagram, um, Google my name, Google Animal Communication, you'll always find me, or email Bonnie through the show. Can you pick up my bird, Jerry? That was my bird. Hear it? Yes, okay, moving swiftly on. Anyway, that was my fake bird. I just can't keep things alive, although Grant has one that is just adorable for everyone who wants to know, and for me that I had to tell everybody that Grant had a bird. Anyway, I am going to love and leave you, everyone. I am on Instagram. I post every day. I try to do it early in the morning, but sometimes, I, I like on Tuesdays, you won't see me. We do have a show. Let me tell you what our schedule is so everyone hears before we go. If you'd like to get a hold of me, it's bealbers714 at aol.com. And I am excited to say that we're now on all venues. The big thing in October is I'm trying to get us all on YouTube as a panel, and that is going to be super cool. So, everyone, we have a show next week, the 15th. The 14th, I've got uh, Mark Richardson. The 15th is all my panel. Um, The 10th, tomorrow, the 9th, I'm sorry, is Laura Pirat, she is a healer. She speaks the language of light. We are going to start doing other shows and other hours. So the 22nd, we are not here. The 29th is the last show until October. So please join us. It's going to be a bang up of a show. I want to thank everybody for being here. Grant and Jerry, you rock the house. I love both of you. And I can't wait to see you over the pond. Anyway, we've got a few more shows before then. But get yourself ready because, guys, I'm coming. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. And we love you all listening and in chat. We still, You're still on. I want to tell you that without you, we have no show because we love to speak to you. You're a big part of the show, everyone in chat and callers, as well as we could always talk to ourselves, but we love, love having you as part of our show. So, Jerry and Grant, my, my warmest wishes till we meet again and have a great week. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.